0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name's Chris Badgett, and I'm joined by a special repeat guest. His name is Brian Castle. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's His project called Zip Message, I'm absolutely in love with. It's what we're going to talk about today. It's the game changer of video messaging and asynchronous communication. I wanted to bring um, Brian on because this is a tool that can be really Helpful to coaches or teachers, experts, and also anybody who really works in tech or manages a remote team, like an agency. Uh, before we go deeper, welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, Chris, how's it going? I'm just uh, actually retweeting you now for this uh, live stream,
1: and all right, <laughs> that's <working> awesome.
0: <laughs> so if you're if you're watching this today, you're early because this isn't actually going to go live for a little bit. So consider this a a sneak peek. Um, my understanding of ZipMessage. Is that it's it's kind of like if you could use video in email, which is asynchronous or not happening at the same time, people can collaborate mm-hmm. but not necessarily be immediately together. Uh, what what would be you 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 make that possible with video, and you also remove all the friction that comes with that. Like you can't put video in an email, but just at a high level, what problem does this solve?
1: Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a great way to put it. That's definitely one of the ways that I think about it, right? Because we've all been doing async communication for many many years. I mean, email is is probably the the one that really goes goes the furthest back, right? You've got and emails not dead. Like it's of not Of course dead. it's not. No, no way at all. <laughs> right. You know, um but the thing with with email in in a lot of situations is it, you don't have the fidelity, right? It, yeah. you, you don't have the face-to-face interaction, the, the video, like let me show you what I'm seeing or let me give you my facial uh, exp- expressions, that sort of thing, right? So usually when you need uh, that sort of fidelity and, and you don't wanna ask somebody to type out a long email or you don't wanna type, usually people just resort to, okay, hey, let's let's hop on a Zoom call. Let's do a live synchronous call, right? Yeah. but but that's that's where you break away from the async community, right? So um, that's that's what a lot of teams and remote remote workers, remote you know, talking to clients, talking to teammates, you, you know, everyone has like tons and tons of Zoom calls and live calendar meetings and bookings and and things like that. And and those are good in certain situations. Like yeah, you want to do you do want to talk live sometimes, but in in more more and more cases. Uh, and we've seen this for for years. Not even just during the pandemic, but you know, working remotely, as I've been, I know you have been for, for many years too. Um, I think a lot of the best conversations, the best collaborations, actually happen asynchronously. You know, um, and that's that's really where where the product began and, and the and the problem began. I mean, I my my companies, you know, my previous company, I just recently sold, but that was a team of twenty five people. We almost never had live meetings. I mean, literally, like we were just no meetings. Just, I mean, um, everything was async. We we used video messaging. We used a lot of email. We used you know chatting on on Slack. Those are all different forms in, of, of, of async. Um, but but yeah, like there there is this gap when you when you either want to show someone something like record a video and show them. But the real gap that I I, I found when I came up when I came into the idea of of zip message was it's difficult to ask somebody else to send me back a video, right? Um, so you
0: may send a, a, like a loom. I remember I experimented once, but like if the other person's not on loom, they can't just like immediately jump in, right? That's what you're talking Exactly. About. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: The things, things like loom I, I was using for years, but it, it's, it's, you know, you record it and you send it off and it's just one way. Right, yeah. But if I'm, if I'm talking to a client or if I'm talking to a customer or even a, a team member who I'm just starting to work with, maybe a freelancer or someone, you know, um, all, all I want, the, the initial idea for ZipMessage was like, I just want to send somebody a link, just like I send a calendar link to someone, I want to be able to send my ZipMessage link so that they can just record, they, they click the link, they come to this page, they record right into the browser, now they send me back a message and, and we can go back and forth. And it threads the, you know, the conversation down the page. So.
0: That's awesome. I'm going to put my marketing kind of product brain on for a second. And if we were to, you mentioned a word fidelity, which I have a story about in a little bit. But um, when I look at like a value proposition, I, I, you know, people are often just paying for one of three things. I mean, maybe all these, but one of these is primary, um, speed, certainty, and insight. So if we have fidelity, what is like, I'm trying to isolate like the core value of this product. Like if we can communicate better, what, what are we doing? Are we increasing speed? Are we increasing, like, what is this like, if you could only pick one, like, what is that core asset that you're creating here? Well, I, I like to think about it like quality of, of the, uh,
1: of the finished product, the finished output. So if you and I are working together on something, right? Yeah. And, and, we, and we get into an async conversation. No, actually, let, let's, let's say we're on a live Zoom call together. You and me, we're working on some marketing campaign project. We need to yeah. put it together. We need to be creative and think about how we're going to uh, create this thing and ship it and get it out and get it to work, right? So I might ask you something like, hey, what do you think we should do about this part of the campaign? What, you know, how should we solve this problem? Well, if we're on a live Zoom call together, you have to come up with an answer for me right now. Like right. Uh, you're on the spot. I, I asked you a question. You have to have something for me, an idea that's just ready to go. So, so you'll, you know, you're, you're a smart guy. You'll, you'll come up with something really good on the fly. But, you know, if, if we're async, I can send the same question to you. You can receive it. You can think about it. You can go take a walk and process it a little bit you can come back and jot down some notes, maybe do some research, and then you can prepare your response, right? You can you can again jot down some notes or you can record a, a message back to me. Maybe you you play it back and say, "You know what? I could communicate that a little bit tighter. Let me re-record it and then send it off back to Brian." And now now I just received a much better higher value idea, higher value input that you were able to contribute. And and then I can do the same thing. I get your response and I come back with my ideas an hour later or the next morning. And we go back and forth that way. And so now we're we're actually, you know, coming up with, with better ideas. We're we're contributing better ideas because we have space to process them and, and build them. And I'm seeing that every day when I talk to people I work with or people that I'm hiring or customers, you know, it, these are just much more productive conversations, even though they're sort of like spread out over the course of a day or a couple of days instead of, you know, having to book a live call, especially when we're like across time zones and stuff.
0: I love that. So it's not just like kind of the velocity of or the efficiency or the clarity of the conversation, the actual end result is the quality yeah. or the basically the quality of the, whatever the purpose of that conversation was.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, so. that's the thing that I keep talking about when, when I'm on podcasts like this, it's, it's like, yes it's more convenient right we we don't need to book time on each other's calendars we can be across time zones i could be at night you could be in the morning whatever that's more convenient but it's it's the it's the higher quality it's the space to to think and contribute the the best that we have to offer and then of course it, you have video screen sharing you can show you could you could do audio only you could you know add attachments
0: type you know yeah that's awesome i often like to look back in history cuz because patterns like repeat themselves or at least they're similar. And when I think about, you know, the world before the printing press and then what the printing press did for communication. And more recently, if you're old enough, uh, you remember a world before email where everything was a meeting or a phone call. (laughs) And then maybe your grandparents knew what the world was like before phones or something. And uh, so we've been through this cycle before. So it's, and then there's like, there's nuances like, well, emails different from chat you know like uh instant messenger or whatever like there's there's a bunch of nuances at the detail level but uh i love seeing video is just i don't know i fell in love with video like 10 years ago for so many different reasons and and we're still just getting used to it and you and i as like power media creators like we're kind of used to video, but the whole world is still kind of getting on this thing. It's, it's true,
1: you know, we, we do see that. I mean, you know, when I got into doing this as, as a product, it was, um, th- there, there are people who are, especially people who've been working remotely, they've been using tools like Loom. So, or, you know, you see a lot of people like resorting to recording a YouTube video and making it unlisted so I could share it with someone. So, so these patterns have, have been around or you drop a video into Dropbox so that you can send somebody the link, right? Um, uh, but then there, there are, you know, you're doing like customer support. They're not necessarily that, uh, comfortable with like recording themselves on video quite yet. Right. So you you do see a, a mix of, of like comfort level with communicating on, on video, but I think it's, I think as the whole world is, has gone remote working now. So, um, you know, I think people are, you know, what, what I'm thinking about with remote work, I'm curious your, your thoughts on it you know, re- remote work is not new either, right? Like, sure, yeah, like people more... wrote
0: books, like from their home, you know?
1: Like... Yeah, and, <laughs> totally. And and I think that, and especially in our industry, we've been working remotely for, for years, way before yeah. the pandemic, right? Um, but I think now it's at this like phase where it's like, people are starting to optimize how they work remotely, right? Like they're, yeah. they're just being a little bit more aware of like, okay, well, we all work remotely, but how do how do we communicate? What is the best cadence for actually having meetings versus not having meetings? And when when are my teammates supposed to be working or not working? You know, I think these are these these lines are getting blurred and and um, routines in, in the workplace are, are really starting to change now. So, yeah, it's it's pretty interesting.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's definitely a very interesting time, and it's not all done yet. Like I think about that with um, the webcam. Like the idea that you got to use to do like a high quality video with a blurred background or whatever that's like high definition. You got to get a regular point and shoot digital camera that has a video function, pipe it through this cam Link thing and figure it out. And I'm like, we don't even have like, like the, a regular affordable webcam that doesn't look like bad, like the, yeah. the stock <laughs> zoom blur your background thing it'll yeah. get there. I saw I think I saw it, something on like Kickstarter coming up recently something like that. I think that. I just saw that same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean it 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 does amaze me like kind of how crappy Apple's webcam built built into the Macbooks is, has has been, you know, but um but yeah, I have got a little Logitech it sort of does the job but
0: yeah. I do it's... too. I don't know. I wonder if we have the same one. It's a it's this one's like a $300 one or something like that, but uh I can't remember what it was called.
1: I can't remember. Yeah, something. Like
0: um <laughs> I mentioned I that that, the, You know
1: what? I think the more important thing is is the audio. Like, have a
0: yeah. you know, get a, get a decent mic so that so that we can hear what you're saying. That does matter. That does matter. Um, I mentioned fidelity. I have a friend. He actually, uh, his name is Dev Basu. He's like a brilliant SEO guy and marketer. He's got an agency called Power by Search. Yeah, I, think I, I, I know I, Dev. Yeah. Oh, you do. I think yeah. I learned that um, speed, certainty, and insight framework from him. But I, I asked on Twitter one time. Uh, what's the difference between like a hundred dollar course and like a $10,000 course or membership or whatever. And he just popped up out of the internet and said, in one word, fidelity. So my next question is what's fidelity. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, basically my takeaway was that, you know, the reason people pay $15 a month for a master class, which is like an online learning thing where you learn from the best in the world about, you know, hostage negotiation or comedy from Steve Martin or whatever, it's only 15 or 30 bucks or whatever, because Steve Martin isn't going to help you with your jokes. But if you go into a coaching program that's high fidelity, you're going to get access to the leader or the coaches or some kind of support system that's more than just the content. So let's talk about zip message and the concept in, in that kind of high fidelity environment. Like what could a coach do with it? In addition to yeah. have like self-study, self-paced courses and things like that.
1: Yeah. This is our, I, I really like this, this question, the idea of, of thinking about fidelity when it comes to coaching and, and teaching on, online. Um, I mean, we see a lot of coaches uh, using zip message for this sort of thing. And, and it's actually a lot of them are using are like um, it's, it's additive or it's a, it's a supplement to the, to whatever direct coaching they're, they're already doing. Right. So, Some coaches will have like a live one-on-one coaching session and then they use that message to have follow-up questions in between sessions, you know, Mm -hmm. without booking another call, but you can still ask a quick question. The coach can respond on video, maybe go back and forth or or maybe a coaching and a student gets a a dedicated conversation that might last months. I mean, I actually have long-term conversations with friends and advisors that last months, you know, flowing down the page, just back and forth, you know. Um, so, so we see a lot of that. Uh, the other thing that, that I see is a little bit more like, sca- uh, like a scalable coaching model where um, a coach can, we, we, we th- have this thing called intake forms or intake pages where you can you know, send out your your zipmessagecom slash coaching name or your brand name or whatever. And then that's where others can, can submit new messages or new questions into you. And each of those starts up, like breaks out a new one-to-one conversation. Um, and that's so public or that. private, or you have the option? You you have the option. Um, okay. By default, we, we give you a public link. So you could like tweet it out and do a, do like an ask me anything. Uh, but we see a lot of coaches just sharing that within their private community, their private forums. Uh, we just launched the ability to, to embed that and, and all zip message stuff like on your own website. So if you have like a, you know, lifter LMS, right? If you're using that, you can embedded in, in a wordpress page and, and that sort that's
0: of real thing. quick is that like a um like a piece of code or is there a plugin a wordpress plugin or how do you get it into a wordpress site
1: yeah i mean right now it's a it's an iframe piece of code uh it works with a basic html block on on any page in in wordpress um but yeah we, we plan to have a, a wordpress plugin to kind of wrap that up and make it easy to, to pop in but, but yeah right now it's it's cut and paste drop it into any page
0: that's cool i see um you know, one of the big gaps I see in the market with courses and coaching and learning is that um, people spend a lot of time focus on the content but and, and maybe str- being strategic about it. But like the, the idea of community design or conversation design, people just don't think about it. It's almost like an afterthought. Like they're at the very end, they're getting ready to launch. They're building their pricing table. And they're like, and it includes like group coaching, Facebook group, blah, blah, blah. and they're like, well, let's let's like consciously design those things. What do you want the conversation flow to feel like? If you were a yeah. client of your dream coach and they were communicating with you, how would, would you always, what if you couldn't make the time? Like, how would you want it to work? Like, People don't I, think about this stuff.
1: To, you're, you're totally right. The, you know, the, the community is sort of like an afterthought, but it's like the most valuable piece in so many <laughs> of these programs and, and courses, right? I mean, I'm, I'm a member of, of some courses and, and like programs mainly for the community aspect. Even if I'm like no longer very active or actively going through the course material, I'll remain subscribed just to have access to uh, the leaders, especially the, the community at large. Um, uh, so, and, and I happen to, in my experience, that's my favorite way to learn. Um, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll learn a couple um, uh, like the theory, if you will, from, from like books and courses, but what I, I've, I've always been a a visual learner and a learn, learn by doing. And, you know, the next best thing besides trying to hack it together myself would be to watch somebody do the thing or talk to somebody and be involved in, in work in collaborating with them and learning their approach to being creative and, and building something. Right. Um, and that, that to me is, is the best way. So whether it's directly with a coach or in a community, you know, like, like I learned uh, full stack web development uh, in, in the, over the last couple of years. And in the early parts of those years, I joined, um, like one is, is really valuable to me, the, the Go Rails community for, for learning Ruby on Rails. Um, but there, there've been a few others. And, and I'll just hop in there just to see like, well, what do like the professionals do in, in these situations and learn, you know, and, and ask questions.
0: Yeah, and then another kind of aspect of that is what I call the support system. So when you put together a, a learning opportunity, what are they? What are they going to get? They're going to get like a contact form or like an email address. Are they going to get a community thing like a Facebook group or a proprietary thing? Are they going to? Is there is there going to be a schedule of calls and uh, but also the support? When I saw when I first saw and learned about Zip Message was I was like. That is the kind for my particular learning style. I'm like you, a visual communicator and whatnot. I would prefer to like both ask for help and receive feedback or assistance via the video medium. I was like, yeah. genius. Now let's just now what you have to do, your job, Brian, is just to remove all the friction to make that make that totally. like not hurt. That's, right. I mean, that's, that's what I try to work on every single day. Literally right before this call, I was, I
1: was, I was reworking our, our like onboarding flow to like, how can I make this less friction for a brand new user, right? Um, one of my favorite things to do right now is to send, I send zip message messages to our new zip message users. <laughs> so, like, so, so they're like a day or two into their free account on zip message. And then I'll, yeah. I'll be one of the very first people to send them a message through their intake page yeah. say like, you know, hey, how's it going? And then and then I've had some incredible back and forth conversations with, with customers and learnings about, you know, what, what brought them here? What problem are they trying to solve? What are they doing in their business where, where they want to, you know, do a little bit more async communication
0: and video and stuff like that? This is a challenge of software to make like the hard easy. I mean, I think we all saw this, especially in recent times with uh, uh, Zoom solved this quite well where somebody who wasn't really used to zoom or anything that you just click on a link and now they're in a meeting. Like that's it. But like all the complexity of like making that possible has, you know, they've just really done a good job. there, focusing on removing the friction. Um, Yeah. What what do you, what do you see as like uh, some of the key things, you know, in software, we talk about a customer becoming activated onboarded, you know, like you're actually using your own product to kind of get them experiencing the other side and trying to get them into a point where they're, they understand it. They know what to do and they get, they're successful with it. What do successful zip messages do kind of in that first seven days of using the product?
1: Yeah. So, um, zip message is actually a, a pretty different product from everything else that I've done before. Um, in, in that it, it's a viral product. so. Uh, So we, we came out with a a free plan. So, you know, users can, it's not just a free trial. Like you could actually use it forever for for free on on the free plan. And, And the thinking there is to, is to just get more people using it and sharing zip message links with their coworkers, with their clients, with their customers. And, and we're seeing it spread that way. So, so what we, what we try to do is like, number one, make it super easy and fast to sign up and then create your first, message and, and start recording it. And then you finish that up and you can share the link right off with someone else. Um, that's kind of like the, the goal number one in our product onboarding. But the very next thing is we want them to be able to easily share it with with someone that they're working with. Um, and then the, the, the nice thing there is like, you, you see a lot of these like software apps that like, I, I'm always actually caught a little, I always think that this is a little bit of a weird pattern. Like, you know how like every SaaS app, um, has like an onboarding experience like a wizard a one setup th- wizard step, yeah. yeah setup wizard right and, and usually like step two is like hey send an invite to your team members so that they can accept an invite and, and become team members in your account like right now before i'm even in the product yet right right and, right
0: it's a which, which, which long time yeah,
1: it's definitely the wrong time. Like I, I need to get <laughs> situated. I need to figure out. This I need to trust work? you.
0: I need to know if this yeah, is, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not about to blast emails out to my coworkers <laughs> on this, you know? Um, yeah. So I always th- found that a little bit, a little bit strange. And, and like one of the, you know, one, one of the, again, like the core idea, core problem that I wanted to solve with this is make it just super frictionless, you know, um, uh, Yes, we do have the the concept of inviting team members into your account to be able to manage things, but it's, you you could just send a link to anyone like a customer, a client, a freelancer, a a new hire, and they're not, they don't need to accept an invite. They don't need to log into anything. They can just click and they can be in a conversation with you, you know? And and that's a a big concept for us is just make it frictionless and and easy, like as easy to send
0: off an email basically. How do you, um, I'm just, I'm I'm putting you into sales mode here. Uh, How do you handle the, an object, like an objection I would have whenever I'm doing anything related to video is like bandwidth and storage. Like I see this a lot in the LMS space with like video hosting, like where people are like, okay, it's this price, but if you pass this limit and then people get all worried, but they need to, they, they first, they need to understand like you know, like, oh, well, when am I going to hit this? Is it going to be next month or am I going to have to upgrade? Is this something I don't even have to worry about for years because I'm just getting started? So how and, I, and just as some like previous examples, I think we've all confronted this perhaps with like file storage with systems like Dropbox and Google Drive or whatever, where it feels like a fair deal. Like, in fact, it feels like a very generous deal. And, yeah. uh, and I know you, people might be watching this later and so your pricing might change or whatever, but how do you think about this challenge of um, uh, storage that's fair for both the company and the customer and even feels like a no-brainer to the customer?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. It was one of the very earliest um, learnings when I was talking to the very first few people about ZipMessage. And and I heard that again and again come up, like, like sort of... Um, uh, you know, like like, will I run out of storage or or will the pricing be based on on how much video I record? So um it was pretty obvious that we we had to go with a model that is unlimited like even okay. I mean that's so, true so that's
0: music to a customer's ear or exactly <laughs> it, exactly
1: it, it's it's unlimited in terms of like the number of messages, number of recordings you can make. if you're on the free plan, obviously we you know it's', yeah. it's video hosting, so we need to limit the free plan. It's limited in terms of the length of each recording. So, you know, as we're recording this right now, uh, it's, it's one minute uh, length of, of each individual message on, on the free plan, but you can have multiple the thread messages. thread can go forever. Yeah, thread can go forever. I mean, once you yeah. upgrade to, to our first paid plan, that, lift is, that, that limit is lifted and then it's, you could have like 20 minute, 30 minute messages if, if you want to. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and then the, the only other limit that we have on the free is, is the history. So you can have as many conversations going and messages going right now as, as you want, but once they're, uh, 30 days or older, they, they basically expire in your free account.
0: That Um, sounds fair. Yeah. And how do you think about that? Once you,
1: once you upgrade, yeah, paying, paying gets unlimited history. So, um, especially if you're going to publish videos, like on your website, you want them, uh, available. Um, we always make videos downloadable, even on the free. So you could like record once, get the MP4, and put it somewhere else if you want. But, but it, you know, once you're on a paid plan, we we host it for you and serve it up for you. You know, uh, as long as your account is is going.
0: Sounds like a fair deal to me. And see, this is the thing: is a lot of this is, has been figured out in software before, like that history thing. When you were describing that, I was like, oh yeah, that's how Slack works. <laughs> um, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, these challenges. I often like to think when thinking about things like um, product or customer success, like, what do you love that you use? I love that slacks like free, pretty much free. And then it even like downgrades your account when you're like, somebody has been inactive for a paid user, whatever it like takes care of you. I'm like, that is freaking cool. (laughs) That's sticky. So. Yeah, totally. And that was one of those, like um, you know how I'm
1: sure you've, You've seen this, where you get like lots of feature requests, and you're not quite sure how to make sense of it all. Where, where it's like, should we go this way or that way? That pricing thing, I heard just again and again. Like, <laughs> That's like, why yeah, I had to we, ask, man. I don't want to see limits, and like, okay, I was like, well, that
0: makes my job easy. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember when we did that, we we did like a unlimited um, websites for our, our highest plan, and it felt scary at the time. But you know, now several years past that, totally the right thing to do. Uh, yeah um
1: i i I just think it's so much more important to to get uh people using it regularly and make it like a no-brainer like basically the the thing that people were saying with that is like they just never want to think about like should i use a zip message right now or like is this like a zip message worthy am i going to burn through my zip message account Um, I I don't ever want people thinking about that. I, when in doubt, just say like, yeah, let let me fire up a zip message. Like I don't ever want to see hesitation with that basically.
0: That, that makes total sense. And you're definitely inside the mind of your customer there. Um, what about like, is this more for like one-on-one communication or can it be group-like?
1: Yeah. Um, So it it can be group-like you can share a conversation, bring in three, five, 10 people into a a single thread, and, and everyone can contribute messages. Um, uh, again, conversations can be public or private, uh, so you have that option to either lock it down to only only members only, or um, or public in that like anybody
0: who you give the link to can can have access. You know. Um, what about well, before we go to the agencies, I want to talk about um. Is this like a replacement for video hosting, or do you or do you see it as more of something you would have? Like, let's say you have a a site that has like some marketing videos, or maybe you have an LMS site that has course videos. Do you see this as like being the? also kind of taken that that video hosting job or is that really left i'm not for, sure i i yeah. don't i don't think so
1: i think yeah. um i think there's definitely still a place for things like uh youtube and wistia and um, vimeo you know yeah vimeo um for like these especially if you're gonna do a lot of like editing you know you'll use something locally like a screen flow or something to to really make like a professional video and then you know, with, with ZipMessage, you, you could upload a video like that into ZipMessage. You don't have to use our browser recorder. So if okay. you have something more more prepared, you could upload it in. But um, yeah, hosting on, on a website, like yes, you could embed a ZipMessage player, but if it's on YouTube or, or, or a Vimeo or something, um, that works too. Um, I think it's more of a replacement for what you might use for like messaging and conversations, you know? So if you're using like one of these like one way, like record, a, you know, whatever solutions you're using to record a video and send somebody a link to it, like a, a Dropbox link or, or a loom or something. That's where Zip message sort of, sort of plays in that space a little bit.
0: I think that's be, I just popped in my yeah. head. Like I always like to try to get video testimonials and they're really hard to get from people, yeah, but we using this, yeah. this is a, would be great for that. Um, there's this idea of portable content where you uh, you know, there's a lot of competition at the desk, in the laptop, or in the computer. Uh, but then when you go mobile, uh, if we look at audio content, there's just music, podcasts, and books. It's not as competitive when you're portable. Can you do zip message on a mobile device? Like if I'm inspired and I want to hit somebody like, oh oh yeah, that that thing that client is struggling with, and I'm on top of the mountain on my hike, and I'm like, gonna yeah. just send them that, idea right in the inspiration moment. Can I do it from the phone? Yep, yeah, everything is mobile
1: uh, friendly, mobile optimized. You can do it from any mobile browser, iPhone, Android. Uh, it all works. You could record, you could uh, watch back videos. Um, every, everything that I've ever really built, uh, and it, it's always been web-based, so like web apps and, and web design websites. I've always been a strong proponent of responsive web design, mobile, design. Um, and that's certainly what I did with, with zip message. You know, I, I it, that's another little like pet peeve with, with a lot of SaaS products these days, L- I, less so these days, but there's, I still see a lot of this where like, they sort of treat the mobile experience like an afterthought and they either don't build for mobile at all. or when they sort of bolt, bolt on some like half built mobile experience later. Um, you can, you can design a website that is mobile friendly and works with the mobile browser. And that, that's what we did. You know? So I actually, um, like I like to save the web app to my home screen. It basically works like an iPhone app. Yeah.
0: What if I make a mistake in my recording or whatever? Yeah, I, somebody, I, yeah,
1: somebody actually just asked me that this morning. Um, yeah, so you could, w- the way that it works is you record and then it finishes, but it doesn't actually post yet. And yeah. then you have a chance to watch it back, and you can click a button that says discard and re-record, um, and or then you're finally ready to recording, and you click, you know, send the message. Um, so we give you that option.
0: That's awesome. Well, let's dig into the agency model a little bit. Um, if somebody, let's say, is running a web design business and they build WordPress sites for clients, either in a bunch of niches or in a focused niche, how could they? um there's kind of two two angles here there's like working with my team and then there's also communicating with the client um you're right a lot of people hate meetings and a lot of meetings are done poorly uh how can like if you were to give somebody a piece of advice and be like you know i really think you could run that whole like client communication thing asynchronously with zip message like what advice you have to get them moving in that direction instead of having like constant scheduling or recurring meetings, update meetings and things like that.
1: Yeah, I see, I see async in general and zip message being used in, I would say three big areas in, in the agency world, right? So um, one is, is like you said, definitely with, with clients, right? You're, you're gonna have like a live call with a client, maybe like a kickoff call and, and whatnot. But once you start working together, so like delivering work to a client and getting the client's feedback on the design or on the, the writing work or whatever it is that, that you did for the client, um, that can and probably should be done asynchronously. I, I, again, it's one of those things that I think is better because you can, you can log their feedback. You can, refer, you can link back to the thing that they said instead of it, like, you know, cause you'll get into like an hour long phone call with a client and then they, they gave you some key feedback on like minute 23. How, how are you going to find that later? Right. So, um, and then of course nobody wants to sit on like constant calls, you know,
0: uh, I'm totally guilty of that. I remember mm-hmm. presenting like websites to clients, like on a call and you're kind of like forcing them to like, look at it, give you feedback live. And then, you know, maybe yeah. later they give you some more or whatever, but like if I, if I'm going to review like a design or a, some like online business that somebody just built for me on my website, like I want to kind of sit with it a little bit yeah, before I, I mean, give my feedback, not have people t- like staring at me, like, what do you like? What do you don't like? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like back, back in the day, we would do like a a, a design presentation.
1: We're going to present to you our deliverables. Right. And, and, and it's like yeah. so much pressure. And, and, you know, so, so we do see a lot of, especially like web design, uh, agencies and clients going back and forth on, on design feedback. Um, uh, and, you know, also like with like marketing agencies, I, so I'm a client of, uh, a couple of freelancers and what I like to do, especially people who are working on marketing stuff is send me like a weekly report. You know, they'll, they'll send me some like metrics and and things like that, but I like to see them walk through, like, like walk through my Google analytics account and give me, Five minutes on your your analysis on what you're seeing, like patterns, trends, you know, what's up, what's down this week, and what what can we do? So I I like to receive those kinds of like reports via zip message just to get like their their read on things every week. And then I can go back with, with some questions. Um so so that's like the client inter- interaction stuff. Um the other one, of course, is is just working with the team, collaborating. You know, these days it's across time zones a, a lot. So, you know, um, Uh, whether it's like daily standups or, you know, weekly check-ins instead of hopping on a zoom call, you can just, you know, get that back and forth. And we have a, you know, again, like a mix of of different tools, right? So we, we have a Slack integration so that um, you can connect a zip message and like thread those video conversations into your Slack workspace. Um, uh, And then sort of the third one, maybe mixed in with that is hiring. You know, th- this is a,
0: an area that I love going async. Um, oh wow, this, I, I know where you're going. This is awesome. One of my secret hiring tricks is, uh, I I ask people to record a five minute video about like why they want the job, why they think they're a fit, and just, but it's it's communicates volumes about like totally. all yeah. the other stuff. But keep going. I I I, I totally yeah, so, see the value here. And there's actually two sides on the hiring
1: part, right? So there's yeah. one you you could use the intake. Pay intake form. Say you put your job posting up somewhere, and and you say like you know re- respond to this job, and if you could send me a two minute message, just go to this link and and record yourself. So that that way you can get you, you can get a lot higher fidelity applications, right? But then what I like to do is, um, you know I'll probably do like a live Zoom call just to like a meet and greet, get get see if there's like a personality fit here with the person. But that's not enough to know if they're actually right for the job. So. If that goes well, then I'll do like a week or a two week long async interview with a candidate. So usually like a freelancer that I'm going to be working with, not quite ready to like invite them into my Slack workspace yet. Um, But I do want to sort of do a deep dive asynchronously, show me your screen, show me some recent projects that you worked on, let's let's hash those out, or let's hash out like what, what I want to work on what what we will be working on together let's get into the details and then i'll then i'll know it's it's almost like we've sort of started to work together a little bit um and you and you start you start to see like how do they prepare their responses what what is the best that they can contribute in response what is their response time are they taking all week to get back to you or, or do they get back in, in like a business day um you learn so much. And if I could do that with like three or four candidates, I, I end up with a much better hire and a much better relationship
0: going forward. Yeah. Uh, super smart and super, super efficient. Um, since you're like kind of an anti-meeting guy, I mean, that with mad, <laughs> mad love. It's, I think it's super cool. When do you think that uh, a meeting is important? Like a synchronous, yeah. let's say Zoom, like what, when does that, like if you were only going to do a, absolutely essential meetings uh, what what are some ideas of yeah those?
1: I, I that's a good question I one is, is like I was just saying I, I like live calls for just personality fit yeah. um, and, and if we're if we've been working together a while, I like having a, a live zoom call um, uh, call it like team culture, you know like we're not we're not here on the call to do any real work together. We're just here to hang out for an hour and talk about our kids. It's rapport all, building. Or, or the weekend. Yeah, yeah, rapport building, like, you know, that kind of stuff like, and, and I have done that stuff asynchronously too, but uh, you, you wanna just get to know someone, especially if, if they live across the world from you, you know? Um, so so that, that's one, um, but generally like when you're getting into like more productive work, like creative work, I actually do prefer async like uh, projects than, yeah like project work i i like yeah. to keep that stuff async I, again because of the quality of the interaction but also because it's like easy to log that stuff and refer back to it and and that kind of stuff but um but yeah like live calls uh, is more like you know uh rapport building culture uh you know meeting people um podcasts <laughs> you know uh i i always love to hop on the mics and 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 talk on air i think that's important um, I have
0: seen you create some um kind of like podcast like content with zip message uh yeah. with some people. I I was it Chris Lima, somebody you were talking to, or yeah. maybe there's a group of people. And uh I thought that was cool, you know, just like experimenting yeah, that, in that like content. Totally. Patient.
1: I I started experimenting that earlier this year. I, I
0: want to do more of that. Um
1: yeah, the the idea is to basically uh do like create a podcast asynchronously, you know. Um and, and also what we're starting to do right now, we're, we're developing some articles for our blog and getting quotes from people, sending them a zip message. Hey, can you contribute to this? We're doing an article all about Zoom fatigue.
0: Can you tell me about your, your experience with that on video? And then we can embed the video on the, on the page. I love that. That's um, I mean, this is like for anybody who's trying to create some content marketing, doing a roundup post like this can be very powerful. And when I've done roundup, roundup posts in the past, I always try to like frame the ask and like, Hey, if you could just take a minute, just one or two sentence response. Like I'm not trying to get somebody to write a guest post. Um, cause I, I'm cause I'm, I'm just asking for a little bit of attention, but I could totally see. And people sometimes wouldn't even send me the thing. They would actually create a video and send it yeah. to me in Dropbox. Like here's my, and they actually gave a lot more value because right. they could just speak and they, they're not trying to like type paragraphs and stuff. So totally. I mean, one of the, you know, the <laughs> other uh, sort of like objection or question that I hear a lot about
1: the message is like, well, what am I going to do with all these like videos that I receive? Now I got to sit and watch all these videos. Right. Um, yeah. So like, you know, for me, like one of the very first features we had to build into the thing was have it have a speed control. Be able to like 2x <laughs> the, oh,
0: the
1: yeah. speed when, when you listen back. Because people um, can
0: read faster than they can listen. Right. Or I mean, people are what am I trying to say here? Video is a, can be slower than like reading, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I think it's 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 interesting. Like, like I can go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I do 2x on on most messages through through zip message. Um you know, like I, I just like to two X just to get through the message and like I can I can hear it and process it pretty quickly, but it's still spoken. So there's still like more information being shared. Than just the words themselves, right? So, and I mean, we we have the automatic transcription feature too. So you you could, if you're in like a quiet place somewhere, you, oh, can't, you could I just play read it, back. it. You could read it, yeah. Um, uh, but you you do when you just read it, you sort of miss the body language and the emphasis and and things like that. So, or if they're showing something on the screen, you know,
0: that's awesome. Um. I kind of want to close it out just going back to this idea of conversation design. Like one of the things that I think about when I think about conversions is that it's just, it's a quote I have is that I optimize for conversations, not conversions. And the reason I do that is because conversions come from conversations. So we have a phone number on our website. We have a contact form. We have live chat, uh, I'll, I love it. I'll, we're on social media. We'll meet people where the conversation is. I know people have different communication styles. Some people prefer to just the written word. Some people prefer visual communication. Some people are auditory. Some people are visual, all that kind of stuff. Um, and there's all the different personality types and how people are in com- what format are they the most comfortable. So if, uh, if there's somebody who's creating a learning, an online learning platform, um what what's kind of your final words about how to kind of create to use it message to the fullest to create um that kind of pathway for for support and communication that way, either for pre-sales, like to get people to buy or even after in the actual product delivery.
1: Yeah, I like the way you put that, like optimizing for conversations. Um I'm the same way, like almost every message that I that I like, I'm if I'm writing an email or something or or a chat. I almost always respond with like, "Let me know what, what questions you have or, or feature requests." Or like, I'm always hungry for questions. I want them to ask questions because I because that's what they. That when when somebody asks me a question, it's something that they need or that they're trying to build or they're trying to achieve or something like that. So that that gives me an insight into what their end goal is, and that's that's what I'm here to do is to try to solve for that. And so the more I can learn about that, um, the better. I mean, in my email signature in, in Gmail, um, it's my name. And then uh, it says like, respond to me on video with a, a link to zip slash Brian. But that's my uh, intake page, right? Um, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm always trying to um, gather information. So if, if you're, especially if you're a coach, a, a coach or course creator, um, you, you've probably already connected to, to some audience and you probably have some insight into a common goal that that audience is trying to achieve. Like they're trying to improve their, their sales team or they're trying to learn uh, web design or whatever it is that you teach. Um, the, the deeper understanding of, of what their end goal is, like why are they trying to learn web design? Why are they trying to learn web development? It's, it's because they want to pursue a career in that or they want to build a product with that. Like, like th- and you get that through conversations. Through, through talking to more and more and, and seeing, um, seeing the same questions come up 10, 20, 50 times. Yeah.
0: I love how you've really focused this product on the problem. And I want to encourage everybody to go to zipmessage.com and check it out. The, uh, and you have a free plan, which makes it easy for people to try it out. You know, I, there's a lot of video tools out there. Like we, we mentioned, Loom. We mentioned Bonjoro. There's this like testimonial asking thing called Video Ask. But what you don't need all these like desperate, uh, you know, video communication tools. You just need zip message to have asynchronous <laughs> video communication. I think that's the beauty of design. Like really focusing on this problem and let people use it in different ways, uh, and really just be the best at solving that problem.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, we, we are seeing that that mix. It's it you know it's it's really good for intakes, but it but then the the thing that almost surprised me when in the early days was like, yeah, they do it for intakes, but then they they're hungry for async back and forth conversation and making it frictionless. So, um, and I mean, you know, I know I know your audience is on WordPress. Uh, we we do now integrate pretty closely with WordPress. We'll be coming out with a plugin pretty soon, but today you you could already you know embed it into any page. So. I'm I'm really excited to start working with people, you know, building community sites and things like that to get it really integrated.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, that's Brian Castle. He's over at zipmessage.com. I also really like Brian's podcast. It's called Bootstrapped Web. So if you want to get kind of a behind the scenes view of what's going on at ZipMessage, that's a great place to go. Um, So go to zipmessage.com. Brian, thanks for coming back on the show. really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Chris, this was fun. Anytime.
0: And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.